0: Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, Patricia Warby, Alchemy Therapies here, and another in my ongoing series of conversations with other practitioners. And today I would love to to meet my friend and colleague, Carol Greenwood who describes herself as an holistic therapist. And I know we had a long discussion, didn't we, Carol, about what to call you because you do (laughs) so many things. And I know that you're primarily involved in sort of uh, soft tissue work, doing manual lymphatic drainage, but you also do energy work as well, massage, uh, EFT, Reiki, do all sorts of things. So I just wondered if, my first question to you really is how did you get into this because it's always a personal story and I just wanted to hear a little bit about yours.
1: Well first of all thank you for making me feel safe enough to talk to you. Uh, Talking in public is always a scary thing. Um, Getting into this I was, uh, I trained as a nurse um, and before that did voluntary work for uh, people with disabilities and stroke victims, so that's from the age of 14, and um, doing a lot of the manual therapy as a unqualified volunteer. Um, then in through nursing, because I love people, I absolutely love everything about people. I don't, and I want to give love to people and love in the form of care and support for recovery. And despite going through so many different uh, specialisms in nursing looking for the one where you're not just ticking boxes throwing drugs at maybe getting to say hi I'll see you later um, we ended up as a senior sister and then in 2008 I let my registration lapse and moved into massage um, initially just focusing on, on nice sort of Swedish relaxing massages then moving into deep tissue hot stone, manual lymphatic drainage, and realizing actually quite a lot of my clients when I'm working with them end up crying. And it's not because of pain on the physical level. Um, And at that point, I started thinking, actually, my massage is is not just about muscle care. Um, Something else is happening here. Um, So I started to... Keep my eyes open and my ears open for anything that might tell me what's going on, or am I might just horrible and make my clients cry? Luckily, mm-hmm. um, discovering uh, Reiki, um, I did my Jikidan Reiki training. Um, I discovered that actually, massage is about moving energy around and about clearing things. And then I did my fascial release technique, uh, quite a few different trainings on the more formal and more intuitive way of working with it. Um, and I made even more people cry during the session and yet say, oh, Carol, I feel amazing afterwards. I have space in my body. I can, I can breathe. And I didn't realize I couldn't breathe before, but I couldn't. And so through that, we've got more... I guess working towards where you are with trauma, but in a completely different way of doing it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all working towards the same end, isn't it? In just different ways. And that's what I love about these conversations is that we can share experience and share with people out there who, who have never come across this understanding before, that their bodies kind of speak their minds, you know? Oh, very much so. What you're saying about you know being in tears i mean i've had a session with you and and by the way folks this woman is she has magic magic in her fingers and hands there um you just feel such a profound release and shift because your body is kind of taking in that information the new arrangement um and it's it's making changes neurologically as well so it's it's this real mind-body connection isn't it Oh, very much so. Um, I did I also, I used to work a lot with
1: nutrition through the NHS. I was Nutritional Link. Um, and then I used to offer bioresonance testing, but I'm farming all of
0: that out now
1: to other people because yeah. there is so much. Yeah. And uh, to know in each discipline. I don't actually want to be in all disciplines. I have a vague idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to need some nutritional work. I'm going to pass you over. Um, because I actually want to focus more on the way the therapy has come to me, which is to give the, the more manual work.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's that's a great compliment, I think, to what I do, um, and and I, I do think it's it's good. The point you've raised there about not having too many fingers and too many pies—you know—actually to specialise a little bit in what calls to you, what makes sense mm. to you as a therapist because i mean i know i'm i'm like you i like i'm interested in so much stuff i could i could be, be a permanent
1: student and yeah, never yeah. To
0: see a client exactly.
1: if we almost had a chance
0: like, oh light therapy yay oh so, so we have, we have to limit ourselves a little bit but yeah. but I like the idea of of actually co-referring and that's that's kind of what we're doing now we're looking at that model as a, a new way forward um, before I get into that, because I know we 're going to talk a little bit about your plans for the future um, I just I, I know it 's terribly exciting, but I just wanted to ask you, what do you believe is at the basis of well being and how does it differ from health say because they 're often lumped together aren 't they they are
1: and and they are intrinsically linked but incredibly different um, well being I see as a, a secure and a safe sense of positive self, really. Mm-hmm. Um, it's when you wake up in the morning and not necessarily have a grin on your face, but you're not thinking, oh, dear God, not another day to get through. Mm. Because I think so many of us wake up with a degree of not another day, please, just give me a day off. But to be able to wake up in the morning and go, okay, brilliant it I've only got two million things to do today but I want to do them all or okay today's an easier day I can spend time with friends and family but to have that that first thought in the morning to be a bit of a yeah I got this this is Mm. good and to go to bed at night not just thinking oh and you're asleep already Mm. but to lay down in bed and to be able to have enough resources left at the end of the day to go "Hmm, okay well maybe that could have gone better but actually overall it was a pretty good day and oh i'm looking forward to a nice sleep now i think that's that is key to well-being um health is more absence of symptoms and and i think often health is is a very physical thing um in modern medicine Um, Mm -hmm my experience of mental health within the nhs it just doesn't exist really their care Um, but it's you have to have quite severe symptoms to be considered not well whereas well-being actually is absence of symptoms
0: yeah yeah very well put Uh, yeah 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 i think the emphasis is on being in well-being isn't it Mm. the quality of being this sense of positive self-regard i want to say that's what psychologists call it yes (laughs) right but but it means a sense of self that is okay that is Mm. safe that feels good that has hope for the future even if things don't go right and you know we've all been there lying and trying to get to sleep thinking oh why did that happen or why why did i say or do that oh yeah every day (laughs) (laughs) maybe (laughs) but but still we have, we have some resilience left for the next and to know that there's another day where we could maybe, maybe do something differently and, and affect the lives of other people as well and help build that positivity as a movement, not just as something that you could have if you're lucky enough, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely. That affecting the collective conscious, you spend time with positive people, you end up naturally just becoming more positive, more optimistic, more hopeful. Hope is is such a a key word, which is so undervalued, I feel. Mm.
0: And you touched on it, actually, with the NHS. And what they do is they tend to strip hope away because it's a a risk culture now. Um, You have to be told before you have any intervention the risk of death. Um, even a little one, like I just had a little operation and, you know, that's the first thing they tell you is, you know, what is the risk of permanent damage or death? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the whole culture is, is predicated on this idea of fear, isn't it? Um, the health service is actually a sickness service. It's not oh, health definitely. Uh, You said that, you said it's all about symptoms. It's all about mm-hmm. um, managing that and, and not really about saying, who are you? Who are you as a person? What what are your dreams? What are your hopes? What's happened to you in the past that's made you the way you are? And I think that's the missing link, really, and that's well being. So yeah, I know we dis- we disagree slightly on the detail because I think where you're coming from is you're looking at health as the health uh, in the health service, you know, whereas for me, health is a broader church. It's 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 about more than the absence of symptoms. It's about um, actually a full physical spiritual and mental well-being that's for me is what health should be but you know it's all in semantics anyway so i
1: absolutely do agree i unfortunately i think health is uh, a privilege of the wealthy nowadays yeah we've seen that uh, i don't think many people have the faintest idea what it does it feels like to feel health yeah. perhaps maybe after on a two-week holiday yeah you know, sort of yeah. after the first week of decompress they have a couple of days of feeling health feeling relaxation and then it's oh god we've got to pack up in two or three days and they start to lose that that heavenly state of wellness
0: which but, which i must say um has a, a neural correlate in the brain okay so the, the you're getting into your parasympathetic rest and digest system on holiday, and that's what happens. That's why everyone feels a lot better. Is that the nervous system reverts to this sense of being at ease with itself, and it, mm. it upregulates rest and repair mechanisms and downregulates, um, you know, all the the inflammatory signals. And so, it's not just a mental uh, construct of oh, I feel great. It's your body actually starts to sing that song. Yeah. Um, which incidentally is how I feel when I've had a treatment with you, is that the body is suddenly uh singing in a different harmonic, you know, it's actually singing a a sense of wellness. And so okay, Me- well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know it becomes a bit of a love in um if, if I'm not careful. So I've got good to <laughs> avoid um, being, you know, too uh complimentary, but really um the work the work you do is um passionate powerful and profound and I'd I'd love to know what your your plans are for the future because I know that you're currently studying to be a well-being coach and you've also got this fabulous idea haven't you do you want to tell us a little bit about that so yeah the well-being coaching
1: all of my papers have been sent off my fee has been paid so that that can get marked I'm now commencing to become a chrysalis effect specialist practitioner um, which is where I'm be able to support people with chronic fatigue fibromyalgia and any through the recovery journey of the, the chrysalis program so that's really exciting um, hoping to get that done by March and then we are developing the Greenwood holistic health Group which is uh, an entity in itself but born as a precursor of the Greenwood Holistic Healing Centre. Um, it's where the multidisciplinary team approach is encapsulated within a group. Um, so we've got myself, you Patricia, uh, we have hopefully uh, Dr Rayner, I can never pronounce his surname, I've got a practice there.
0: there you <laughs>
1: And B, hopefully will join us as nutritionalists. So we will be able to take people with a myriad of mainly chronic health, I think, is what we're really looking at, isn't it? Um, And really getting to the root cause of the chronic health, because a lot of it is in early childhood experiences. It's in your the outlook that you have on life, the the way your brain happens to process things. And we often and and personality type and we often assume that the way we think about things is the way we think about things and there's nothing can be done with it. My personality type is I'm an A type, I want to do everything, I want to do everything perfectly and I want to do it by last year. Actually that's not my personality type anymore. It's, It's still there but i'm actually learning to be more laid back as my recovery has taught me and i think we we're hoping to be able to spread and enhance people's well-being as well as their health through the greenwood holistic health group
0: yeah yeah so it's a wonderful idea and and this model of healing and and well-being that we're using is as you said root cause it's it's not about you know you've got a headache take a tablet it's 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 about what's causing the headache is it blood sugar is it is it toxins in your brain Um, and and how can we alleviate that how can we open up the body's healing innate healing systems to clear the blockage and I think this is where the naturopathic uh, understanding comes in the natural medicine which Mm -hmm is so different isn't it to the nhs model and it's so different to perhaps what you were trained in as a nurse and what you came up against where you couldn't you didn't even have time to say to patients you know how are yeah. you what's going on you were just like firefighting the whole time yeah and and so this 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 model that you've come up, uh, up with which of course it matches something i've long wanted to do which is why i'm joining in um is is about taking the person, not the condition. All right. It's Perfect. saying the person and their life experience, you touched on that, the adverse childhood experiences, their personality, which by the way is an adaptation to their life experience, you know. A-types, hello, out there. There's a lot of us a types out there, um, very driven, very overworking, overgiving, you know, and we're the ones that get chronic fatigue syndrome because uh other diseases tend to come into different personality types so it's absolutely linked isn't it oh very
1: much
0: it's it's so fascinating and i know you've got great plans for this um obviously covid has come along and scuppered initially the idea of having a, a physical healing center because at the moment we're in lockdown and and it's not possible well Some people can come, but there's, there's huge limitations.
1: Narrowed on who we're able to see at the moment. sure. absolutely
0: narrowed, isn't it? And I know your vision for the future is to have somewhere where people can come uh, and learn about their bodies, have treatments, do a residential stay where they can get support and loving care and hope, you know, hope of recovery. Yeah. Which you touched on.
1: In chronic illness, the NHS isn't set up it's not geared it doesn't understand it doesn't give hope it's all about so you got this problem right take this pill this is how you manage it whereas in fact full recovery is possible
0: yeah we know that because we have (laughs) and and actually I should touch upon that because it's something you missed out in your in your uh, description of how you got where you are is that and I hope you don't mind me saying that you've had a two-year break haven't you F- through uh, being ill yeah. yourself you know everything culminated in, in a crash and you've had to take that two-year break out of your beloved business to recover and here you are looking fabulously well by the way you do look great today <laughs> so, um you know how hard was that you know to come back to holding the business
1: I, I, I had my first episode of fatigue at around 15 um I was starting my A-levels. Yes, I was 15 when I did that. Um, So I've been battling for a long time, and the battle has just got harder and harder as I've got older. The last 20 years have been pretty intense, and the last 13, 14 years have been murderous. And then two years ago, I had the almighty great crash of a lifetime. I was unable to communicate unable to understand simple instru- uh, questions like, have you had a glass of water? Uh, mm, no idea what you'd said. Um, and then, yeah, last year, started working with, was it last year? Me. Working yeah. For
0: me. yeah. It was like
1: 2019, wasn't it? Spring. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I had no hope. I remember in that first appointment, I turned to you and I said, I believed you were the person, but it's taken me so long to get somebody to help me come to you. I, please don't feel guilty if you can't help me. Um, I had no hope at all. But for me, the missing key, I've been working on my recovery for a long time. The Chrysalis Effect have really done amazing work in concreting and making me see what has worked and what hasn't. But the missing key was the emotional trauma. And that did start in childhood, even though I had a very spoiled, in a way, a very, not spoiled, um, a gifted childhood, a loving family um, and you know, private education. I was well looked after, and but there was a lot of trauma in there as well, which still comes up and we still work together on bits that come up. You know, you never, I think at that point where you can say, I am now perfect, because you are for a little bit and then some another layer of the onion falls off. You're like, Oh, I need to work on that
0: one. <laughs> so
1: yeah, that's how I've got to where I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's fabulous. And and I know that for a lot of people struggling, maybe listening or watching this, you know, to understand that you can come through the most intense experience, which was I do remember that first appointment and how how broken, and I don't, I don't want to say this to shame you at all, but how broken you were, because I know how I've been and how I shook all the time and I couldn't get out of bed and you were in that state, you know, luckily you had someone to bring you and um, because you couldn't get here on your own. And, and to witness that, you know, it is a tremendous, it's so humbling because I know exactly how that feels. And I think one of the first things I did to you was give you a hug and just say, you're going to be okay. You know will yeah. be okay, but we 've got to get you through these events of your childhood which are not over as far as your brain is concerned you know they 're still reverberating in your mind and your body and they 're creating these symptoms which feel overwhelming and it 's the overwhelm that that the body then responds to and, and sort of shuts you down and that 's where you are that 's why you had the cognitive symptoms and so on so so here you are, here you are. And I know that you've just restarted your business. I mean, literally in the last week or so. And, um, and, then, and then lockdown came. It happened
1: on the 3rd of
0: November. We
1: had the shut lockdown on the 4th. Then on the 5th, with lots of communications with my professional body, FHT. And then on the 6th, they confirmed that for certain cases, I can continue working. And in my line of work, I am not a massage parlour. Yeah. That's also being addressed, thank you, FHD. Hopefully, the government will stop
0: yeah, saying that's a ridiculous phrase, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And, um, but most of my clients I can continue to see because most of them it is for physical or mental health crucial care,
0: yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, because you are needed, um, we are needed,
1: our um... preventing long COVID, and, and then we're hopefully preventing it by getting in early enough. But, Otherwise, helping with long COVID is going to be so much work yeah. that we're doing, I can see.
0: Yeah, And and it's worth saying that long COVID and, and chronic fatigue syndrome are sister syndromes. You know, they have a lot in common. Um, people who get long COVID are probably under chronic stress or have been under chronic stress before they got ill. And it's something we need to pinpoint is that immunity is is very, very subject to your environment. You know, it goes up and down depending on how much stress you're under, how your diet is, what your lifestyle's like. And it's completely missing from the conversation, isn't it? It's all about the vaccine. <laughs> and well, most
1: of us have no idea that we are under constant stress. No. Oh, we that's have tricky. no idea. I mean, I, thinking about it last night, I suddenly realized I was an angry person. Mm. for a really long time. I had no idea I was angry. You were, yeah. But uh, this is from a teenage years. I was mm. just angry. And I, I didn't think I was angry because I was also very happy, quite a lot. And, and had moments when I was chilled out and not a full-on A type. Um, and it wasn't so recently. And I just noticed somebody expressing road rage. And I thought, that used to be me.
0: Mm.
1: Wow. God, I was angry, but we don't, our normal is not what normal is ideal, and and because it's our normal, we don't notice it, so people are shocked, just like I was when I had my crash, what, what, I I don't have a stressful life, why why can't I move, and it's not until you've got the help and the support, and you're willing to do that work yourself, because as you said, it's an inside job only you can get yourself better you just need the right help um but because we have no idea of what actually a healthful well life is we we can't
0: imagine what it would be like to have one yeah yeah we become uh habituated to the stress i think yeah and there's also a lot of shame around um seeking help as well you know because we're as a type people We can do it all, you know, there's nothing we can't achieve because like you, I had a good childhood in some ways, you know, I was very supported. Um, uh, So so it's a real shock, isn't it? When when health is lost and then it's a long journey back. And um, I know we could do plenty more on this. And I I always say this, but we we could carry on. But I think what I wanted to cover today is is just that there's hope and there's another solution out there that looks Health and healing from a completely different perspective, and here in the UK, you and I and our colleagues are really keen to progress that. So thank you so much for you know taking part and you know telling me all about where you are because it's so exciting where you are now, and I'm so glad you're back. Yeah, the sort of
1: lining of the COVID and the lockdown. Okay, so we have had a bit of a kibosh on the physical, but it has opened up this wonderful, amazing avenue that we can actually. Reach more people.
0: Yes, we can
1: through the, the power of the internet, yep. EMFs included. But
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's the way that the, even the health service is going as well is going to go online. So I think that the interface is going to come in now. Uh, between our approach and their approach so, which is what we're all about by the way we want this integration we don't we don't want to be alternative we don't want to be sidelined we want to be what health is all about taking the best of acute medicine and integrating it with the way we work with chronic illness so um all right well if people want to get in touch with you for any one of your you know your wonderful therapies how would they get in touch with you carol Okay, to find out more about me is
1: greenwood-therapies.com. And there is so much information on that. There's possibly too much, but there's just so much excitement to learn. Um, You can, through the booking me, you can book a free, no no obligation, 15-minute phone call. Um, You can also email me at carol, which is C-A-R-O-L, at Greenwood-Therapies.com.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Well, I hope they'll be beating a path to your door uh, in no time. And um, thank you so much. And folks, if you're interested in more of this, there'll be more conversations which I'll link to from this one. And do subscribe. Uh, you can contact me anytime on AlchemyTherapies.co.uk. Uh, very happy to hear from you. And also, I offer a, a free consult as well for. You know, just to chat through. So great to speak with you, Carol. Thank you so Thank much. You. Bye, everyone. Do Have some... a lovely day. Bye. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.